Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Grief Gang podcast with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. The message behind the grief gang is to normalise the topic of conversation that is grief. People living with grief can often feel ashamed, isolated and alone. This podcast was created to break those taboos after I myself experienced all of those feelings after the loss of my mum in 2016. I decided enough was enough and we need to talk about this. You'll hear on this podcast an array of stories and experiences, some being my own and some being fantastic guest episodes and their incredible stories. You'll laugh, you'll cry, but I hope above all, I hope you'll learn. I hope you'll learn that you are not alone in your grief journey, that you have a voice and it should be heard, that you and your grief matter. So without further ado, I'll let you enjoy the episode. Happy listening. Hello, hello, Grief Gang, and welcome back to another episode with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. This week, I am joined by a very amazing guest who I've had in the diary for a very long time, <laughs> but fucking lockdown and COVID got in the way. Really did. But it really did. But we're here today Yay. and we are here to tell the story. Um, so without further ado, I would like to introduce Afia Adon. I loved your intro. Oh, it was thank cute. you. I just get in the zone, and From I'm one like, highs to another. You did a good yeah. job. <laughs> oh, that and that means a lot. I have watched you, and I'm like, she fucking aces it. Oh, Absolutely aces. I try. I <laughs> you try. try. You like. You like ex- exuse. Ex- exuse. Exasperate. What's the word? <laughs> exude. Maybe. Exude. That's it. You yeah. just ooze it. You ooze it. Oh, bless you. So tell the listeners who you are and what yeah. you do, darling. So my name is Afia Dom, as Amber so rightly said. And I am, I guess, a journalist, a broadcaster, presenter, commentator. So um, I do lots of TV bits, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so I work across uh, This Morning on ITV, uh, Jeremy Vine on Channel 5, mm. um, and do some sort of bits for 
uh, CNN, for Euro News, Sky News, um, Arise News. Yeah. <laughs> All the news. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the news. Honestly, you're killing it. Oh, Absolutely killing it. Thank you. When you first put on like your Instagram, you're like, oh, on ITV this morning. I was like, this morning is my jam. Like, I, Isn't it? Though? I love this morning. I absolutely love So first love thing it. I do when I get up in the morning, make my cup of tea, sit down, 103 this morning. This is it. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Even for me, I really started watching this morning when I was on maternity leave. Yeah. And I just loved it. And it was literally like, this sounds so cheese balls, but it was a genuine d- dream come true to yeah, be on that show. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely love it. And it, did that happen in lockdown, that opportunity? Yeah, yeah, it really did. Do you know what? Lots of amazing opportunities came my yeah. way during lockdown. Um, and I think it was partly because of lockdown, but also partly because of Black Lives Matter. Yes. Um, and it's been a kind of weird dichotomy to mm. have gone through so much grief. You know, mm-hmm. there's been so much of it around. Um, and, you know, we don't just talk about grief of people who have lost people due to COVID-19 or mm-hmm. due to violence um, by the police. It's yeah. grief of jobs. It's grief mm. of a way of life. Um, grief of health if you if you're recovering from yeah. COVID-19. Um and it was certainly a very tough six months. But for me, career-wise, it's just been amazing. Been amazing, yeah. Um, so it's sort of strange to say that because so many people have gone through so many horrible things. You kind of feel yeah. bad in a I, way. I absolutely about to say, you almost feel guilty. Yeah, I feel you the really same as do. well. That you things really have do. excelled for me during lockdown. But then I think, I was talking to someone about this and I've actually had this conversation with a few people and... Some people are like, this is just your time. Maybe that mm. was what it took to change for mm. um, for people to realise potential or yeah. people to make Give you your flowers. And, yeah. yeah. And so I think sort of we should own it and you should own it as well. Yeah, like, it's we true. It's it. true, definitely. And I think coming out of lockdown, I'm beginning to own it and... Yeah. And be really grateful for what has happened in this in this last six months. That is it. Yeah, as it hindsight's a beautiful thing, it isn't really it? And is. looking back, and I look back and I think, wow, oh, like shit, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of cool things that. happened. Yeah. And likewise, yeah. And um, just as well, guys, we do have a little star guest in the room too. We do, <laughs> James McBunnison, to give him his full name. So in in lockdown, myself and Naima, my daughter, she's eight. She's been pestering me for a pet. She wanted a hamster. I was like, I'd literally rather gouge out my own eyes. <laughs> then she wanted guinea pigs and she wanted not one but two. And I was like, again? It's not going to happen. <laughs> not on my vibe. She wore me down. She saved her money. So we the pet shop down the road from us, um, she'd been scoping them out. We'd yeah. been on a reconnaissance mission. All the time I was just like, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> Eventually, one Sunday night, she just sat down next to me and she was just like, you know, I've saved half, I've saved this amount of money. She'd saved like 50 quid. Oh. Um, just from like doing odd jobs, odd jobs. And like, you know, when Nana gives you some Yeah, yeah, money. yeah, a little bit of cash. And she was like, you know, I just really want a little friend to be around when you're working. You know, and just like heart. My heart just drops, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Suck up, mum, we're going to do it. We're doing it. So I said, get to the shop. We're going to go tomorrow. <laughs> so I called up the pet shop. I said, yeah. have you got any guinea pigs? They said they didn't have any. Mm. I said, we've got hamsters or rabbits. So I put them on hold. I said, Naima, they've got no guinea yeah. pigs. I'm really sorry. But today's the day. We've got hamsters or rabbits. And she went, oh, a rabbit. And actually, I'd always yeah. wanted a rabbit yeah. when I was younger. Oh. I was never allowed one. So I was like, oh, okay. You can so, live now your yeah. childhood. So, okay. <laughs> 
this might be cool. We went down there, and there was James. And there he was, and he is a lovely, he's fluffy boy. He's, he's in his, he's he's, his cage. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's teething. He's, oh, oh, baby. He's only like 18 weeks old. Yeah, he's a bobby. He's so cute. We let you off, James. But yeah, if you do hear a little bit of background noise, That's, fear not, it's just James. James it's McBonison. just James McBonison. And you can follow him on Instagram. Yeah. You can find his IG page, yeah. James underscore McBonison. That's the one. <laughs> Living his best life with he his straws and his lettuce. <laughs> Oh, what a cutie. He is a lovely boy. We love him. Fantastic. So, obviously, Afia, there's a reason why you are a guest on the yes. Grief Gang. Mm-hmm. Oh, James, yes, we know, we, we know. know <laughs> um, obviously, not a great one, but who no. are we here to remember and talk about today? Yes, so we're going to remember my dad, Samuel Champong, who died July 15th, 2018. 18, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, that's gone quick. And he was 71 mm-hmm. at the time of his death. So a good innings. I reckon he could have gone 15 more. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Can you take us back to what life was like before the loss of your dad? So what was your childhood like? Mm. Paint a picture for the listeners of Afia and her family life. So dad and I... Yes, thanks. James is <laughs> just like, I want my cameo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Um, Dad and I were definitely 100% besties. Yeah. I was such a daddy's girl to the point mm. of maybe a little bit sickening. Um, <laughs> so even when I was, you know, coming to university, because I'm from Scotland, but yeah. from Glasgow, but moved to London to go to uni, um, he was really like, oh, it's too far and I don't want you mm. to go. But it was quite a hard balance between knowing that I was going to go to the best place to do journalism mm-hmm. But also leaving dad behind. Yeah. I love my mum too, definitely. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, we love you, mum. Love you, mummy. But we were just really, really close. So mm. even when I, you know, was at university, we would talk every single day, yeah. every day. We would text or talk or whatever, always just chatting about, like gossip, like old yeah, women. Yeah, loved that. Definitely. And I remember when, like, WhatsApp was first introduced, even though I'd, like, had it for, like, a year or two. Yeah. I remember my dad phoning me and being like, Afia, and I was like, what is it? And he's like, there's this new thing that we can text each other, and it's free. And I was like, what is it? You're like, what? Tell like, me. It's WhatsApp. And I didn't have the heart to tell him I already had it. So dad, like, it's been around for years. Send me a link. I oh, yeah. Bring me in. Yeah, and he's like, we can call each other for free too. And I was like, oh. like it was invented for us. Yeah, dad. absolutely. And even when he was in his older years, when he would go to Ghana for stretches with my mom and sort of, you know, six or three months at a time, because, you know, when you're old and you've, yeah. you've worked he was a dentist he worked so hard his whole yeah. life um, we talk on whatsapp and at the end of most conversations he'd be like still can't believe this it's free <laughs> it's bloody free and I'd be like we could chat for ages <laughs> yeah go go work yeah dad. but dad although it's free I do have to work yeah, yeah. <laughs> love you but it has been half an hour talking about Scottish football oh bless um, him so yeah we were really close definitely um, definitely been through a lot together, yeah. you know, crappy relationships. Mm. Um, I got divorced and so he was definitely there for me through all of that. And then, you know, losing his mom and mm. then my mom's mom, uh, going to those funerals in Ghana, which yeah. are huge affairs. Yes. Um, lots of time, lots of money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were certainly really close. Yeah. Yeah. Through yeah. musketeers. 
Yeah, we really were. And I, mm. I just, I must admit, like, that's the thing I think I miss most is those conversations. Yeah. Even the little ones, the long ones, the ones when you're on the toilet, Dad, can I call you back? Yeah. Yeah. Dad, it's not not a good time. Can I give you a call in five? Just all those chats. And I think especially in this era, there's been so many times where I just would would have loved to have called him and just been like, What what is this? Yeah. Look at this, Dad. What do you think of that? Yeah, Yeah. what are we supposed to do in this? And you know, he's never lived through a global pandemic, but it's just those that air of wisdom is so missing. Just have those little yeah jewels of wisdom yeah. that we should just bless you with. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Can you go into the story of how Dad passed away from his? Also, we spoke about it. Yeah. But um, as little or as much as you like. Yeah. So after Dad retired, so he retired when he was I think sixty or maybe just before he was sixty. Mm-hmm. So I think after his retirement, to be honest. His health just really sort of went downhill. My mum's mm. got Parkinson's as well. And I think she was diagnosed quite early on. When you have Parkinson's, your diagnosis is usually around like 60 or so. But okay. she was a bit of a Michael J. Fox. You know, he was right. diagnosed with yes, Parkinson's Yes, he was very, yeah, yeah. And actually, so is my mum. So yeah. I want to say in her 50s, okay. quite early on. Yeah. So I think that was partly... Uh, part of the reason why he did retire early was to yeah. was to help look after mom, but his health definitely went downhill then with various health problems. But mm. he had a knee replacement, gosh, maybe about two thousand sixteen, seventeen, okay, something like so that. Two years prior. Um, but because he had type two diabetes, um, wound if he had a wound, it would take a long time to heal, yeah. and so the wound where he had um. Uh, around his knee, excuse yeah. me. And he had another one on his shin. And honestly, I'm not exaggerating. When I say that, it took about 18 months to two years to mm. heal. And when he went to Ghana, it was better. And he had to have this big bandage with Manuka honey. And I'm telling you all this because, you know, it sort of con- it contributes yeah, to, uh, yeah, to the story. Reason. So yeah. <clears throat> it was July 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd been saying that he had stomach pains. Um... And I remember speaking to him in the week leading up and he was, he'd was been saying it for about a week that he had really bad tummy ache and tummy pains. And I was saying, <clears throat> you should go to the doctor or go to the hospital or something. Mm. Because he was on care, he didn't want, mm. he didn't feel like he'd go or didn't want to go. And also I think we do have that thing of men don't like doctors and hospitals. Yeah. You know, it has to be an, an actual last resort. Yeah, yeah, that is our last is. resort that we're going to go and admit ourselves to the hospital. Exactly. Yeah. So I definitely think there was an error of that. And But he was a dentist. He was a medical professional, yeah. you know. But men will be men. So <laughs> that was in the, sort of in the week leading up. Now, that weekend, my brother, who, so my brother Kofi's sort of like two and a half years older than me, uh, he was going to Glasgow that weekend because his friend was having a 40th. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he was going to stay at uh, stay at the family yeah. house um, and have like visit mum and dad as well. So he'd gone up, I think, on the Friday. Mm. And he said that dad was oh, not very good on the Friday, but on the Saturday, he said, oh, he's definitely really yeah. unwell. So he called 111. <coughs> Excuse me, he called 111. And 111 sent an ambulance and the mm-hmm. ambulance took him to hospital. And my brother went, but he called me and said, look, they've said that he's 
um, constipated and mm-hmm. need to give him something just to clear him out. Yeah. He'll be home by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you sure? Is Do I need to come? And he said, no, he's going to be home by tomorrow. Yeah, time. That's don't stress. Absolutely yeah. fine. He was like, I'm still going to go out tonight. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's not that big. It's yeah, not that deal. deep. Yeah. Like, it's fine. So I said, oh, okay, cool. So... He was with him that day in the hospital. I think the the Sunday was the World Cup final, so they were talking about that. And mm-hmm. I think they were they'd made a plan of like right. So when you come home, we'll watch the we'll World Cup. We'll go do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely. Yeah, cool. So that was on the Saturday. So my brother went, came home, and made sure mum was all comfortable. Then went to his friend's day. Yeah. I was in London. I was at an award ceremony that night with my partner, um, and on the way home. From that award ceremony, it must have been af- it was after midnight, and my partner was like, "Oh, I'm hungry. Let's go past McDonald's." Yeah. So we were in an Uber. I said, "Fine, you pop in. I'll just wait in the car." Mm. So I was in the car, and something just said to me, "Just ring Dad." Even mm. it was so late, I was like, "Even if I leave a voicemail, just something, just call." So I called, and he picked up the phone, and it, he was he was in tears. He was really upset. He mm-hmm. was saying, "I'm in so much pain. I feel in so much pain." And he was saying, is this the end? Is this the end? And I was like, no, this is not the end. Mm. This is not the end. I said, Dad, you'll be fine. I love you. Go to sleep. And I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. And that was the last time we spoke. I was the last person that he spoke to. Um, and so it turns out that he wasn't constipated. In fact, he had peritonitis, which is an infection in his intestines. Yeah. In, in this, in, all in his stomach. Right. So that's what had been causing the pain. Mm-hmm. And when I was saying about wounds in his leg, they think maybe something had got in, like mm. one of those wounds wasn't actually properly healed. Yeah. And that made him more, um, the infection got in there yeah. or made him more susceptible Sepsis. to yeah. infection. So he was just riddled with infection, yeah. had a massive heart attack in, in his bed in the hospital and died. And so I think someone went in to check on him at 5 or 5.30 mm. and he was already dead. He couldn't be mm. resuscitated. Um, so yeah, so we'd come home, crashed out, went to sleep. Yeah. I remember waking up and looking at my phone. My phone had been on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, see, I always, you know, I have mine on Do Not Disturb and I always yeah. freak yeah. when I do it. I think, what if? I looked at my phone and I had something like 71 missed calls. Oh my God. I text from my brother, I text from my brother's girlfriend. Mm. And I was just like, oh my God. Is it God. just you and your brother? Yeah. 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 And I knew. Yeah. I knew. And you, don't want, you don't even want to call back. Yeah. Because you just know. And um, I remember just like snatching up the phone. It's like sitting up bar right in bed. And I was like, what's going on? Mm. And I just rung my brother back. And he told me. And all I remember is like, sort of, it was, it was really odd. Like, as if I was catapulted out of the bed. Mm. And then... I just remember like hearing all this screaming, yeah. but not realizing that I was the person. It who was, was me. Screaming. It's like an out of body it experience. Was, that's a, and people always say that, but it it really genuinely is. was yeah. like I was not within my body yeah. at all. And that noise as well that we produce. What I, is that noise? It's, it's like a keening or and like something. a primal. I will say yeah. it's like a primal noise of like, yeah. like I remember I found out my mum died and just yeah this wail like it's a wail that just from, came it's from your soul it's from your it? soul just Absolutely. like and yeah but you realize oh my god that's me that's making that noise yeah. 
And, and also your body is just pushing, like you say, your cat's part of that bed. Your body is just pushing you, like... Somewhere, anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't it? It was just sort of, it was very, like, just being in that, that minute. And mm. I, I could, I can almost, like, replay it in my head. And yeah. it is very out of body. And um, I think my partner took the phone and was trying to talk to my brother. And I was mm. just, yeah. 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 So then after that, what so what was your next steps after that? Was it get up to Glasgow? Yeah, so it was a Sunday. Mm. Um, and my daughter had a dance display that day and I was supposed to host it. And I just no, absolutely so not, yeah. I had to, you know, um, text them and let them know that yeah, what's unfortunately happened? I wouldn't be able to, to do that. And um, in Ghanaian culture, um, it's sort of... It, it's just you, you know when people when you let people know they immediately like come to, come to the house yes to just sort of sit with you and keep you company so as mm. people started to find out um so my aunt and uncle came over bless them brought food yeah and my cousin came a couple of my friends came um but for the first couple of hours i just remember like um i had to pick it's not here i had to move it because i yeah now you to, to do work <laughs> but i remember i had a picture Maybe my graduation picture of me or my dad here. Mm. I remember just like sitting here, just like leaning against the shelf. Mm. And just like hugging this picture. Yeah. And my partner, bless him, was just like, Keep up, honey, you're gonna have to just like, just get in the get, just get in the shower. Yeah, just, or just something. Get dressed. Yeah. Like let's find something to wear. Um, put something on your head. Yeah. <laughs> Blessing. Oh. He did so well. <laughs> um, so I managed to throw on some clothes, put a head wrap on. Naima came back. Um, mm. But luckily my aunt and uncle were here, so my aunt spoke to her about it. Yeah. And she was actually... So how was, old was she at the time? She was six. Six. And she was upset. But I think my aunt, bless her, my aunt Esther, she's my favourite. <laughs> just the way she explained it was so beautiful that all Naima wanted to do was just draw, like, loads of pictures for him. So she spent oh. the next few hours just with all this paper out, just oh. drawing all these pictures, which was really lovely. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, um, and then it was sort of like organizing to, because we were supposed to be, Naima and I were supposed to be going to Tenerife on the Wednesday. Right. Um, and so we were sort of half packed for that. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> it's right, strange. That out. Like, 
getting yeah. rid of bikinis yeah. and just finding all my black clothes and yeah. showing them and what a turn of events yeah, yeah. me and Nene and just sort of getting I just remember sort of getting stuff together at one point someone ordered loads of pizza that made me feel quite ill but yeah. loads of, and just because people were around and you sort of mm. make sure that people have food and drinks and stuff it was like hosting aren't yeah, you yeah yeah um and then that evening our friend came around with her two daughters and her daughter bought her rabbit oh. um to keep her naima amused so that was really yeah. nice and then my friend sort of helped me with suitcases mm-hmm. she was like have you got any underwear in there and i was like yeah. do we need and she was yeah. like yeah 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 <laughs> She was just like, the You've things, got yeah. You've got black t shirts, but you haven't got any trousers. <laughs> You've got any nothing bottom. You haven't got any underwear. Yeah. Do you need anything smart? You know. You're just like erratic, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, completely. Just, like, she was gotta like, go. Naima's got a summer suitcase, but you're going to Glasgow. The weather's not going to be good. Let's do yeah. that. So she just sort of helped me. I just couldn't think. Yeah. And then she's, she helped me sort of figure out if I wanted to get a refund from Ryanair, this is what to yeah, do. Yeah. And she was like, you know, don't feel nowhere about going on Wednesday. If you decide you want to go, go. Yeah. But she was like, if you don't want to go, this is what, this to what do. you can do. Yeah. So she sort of helped me organise oh, all thank that. Thank God for and friends I, like that. I know. I ended up <laughs> not going actually. Mm. Um just because I didn't feel it was right to um leave my mum at that point. Mm. But all power to Ryanair. They gave us our money back on the flight. Oh good. One time they pulled through. <laughs> yeah. Um so that Sunday was a blur. And then we got on the train and went to Scotland on the Monday. And I remember being on the train and being so anxious, so anxious. Mm. Because at the other end, you don't know what you're going to find. Yeah. And the train journey was like five and a half hours. To sit there with your thoughts. Yeah, it was mm. horrible. Yeah. I remember the lady across from me, um, she was like, oh, are you okay? Because I was crying on the mm. train. And I told her what happened. And bless her, she just kept me talking. She just talked about lots of things. Oh. Just, just, she just stuff yeah, she just talked to me the just whole way chatting, yeah. um, I don't even know what about but we were just talking 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 and when we got off the train I was like oh that went really quickly mm. she was like I'm glad and my friend, my brother's friend came to pick us up um, at the station and drive us home and I remember just on even on that drive like because you don't know what to expect you just you almost you, well, you know it's going to be sadness yeah but you don't know like the depths of it exactly yeah i didn't know how mum would be i didn't know how my brother would be but actually being home those first few days you know before you get into the will and it gets difficult and fractious, all the practical yeah, stuff yeah those first few days were spent just laughing a lot yeah reminiscing just, yeah, yeah and looking through old pictures and things like that um I remember sitting in the kitchen. So every again, our house was full of people. My yeah. dad, I have loads and loads of friends up there. So our house was just full of people. Yeah. And full of food. I remember <laughs> being in the kitchen. And my mum had a housekeeper who worked with her at the time. Mm. Um, who was like one of our aunts. She was lovely. So me yeah. and her and my brother were in the kitchen. And my mum came in and was like, oh, everybody sit down. Let's have something to eat. Mm. So I sat down on the stool. or Yeah. And my aunt was about to say, oh, that stool is... And as I sat on it, the whole thing just collapsed. Oh, no. And she was like, I was just about to tell you that stool's broken. <laughs> so I was just like, I just sat on the floor. Yeah, just everybody laughing. Everybody was just killing themselves Just that laughing. laugh you just needed. And yeah. people came in the kitchen were like, are you guys okay? And I just couldn't, <laughs> I just crying. couldn't get up from the floor. <laughs> there were some really ridiculous moments. But, yeah, it's, it, it is really out of body. You, mm. you feel like it's not happened to yeah. you. Yeah. 
And you never feel like it will happen to you. No, you don't. And when it does happen to you, you're like, is this what it's supposed to feel like? I'm not sure. Am I doing it right? Is this, yeah, yeah, am I meant to feel like an out-of-body experience? Am I going mad? What's going on? Yeah. Mm. And for that week when we were in Scotland, I remember going to bed on a Sunday night and I said to myself, if you can get up and get Naima dressed and fed every morning, that's all you have to do. Oh, amazing. In the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So even when I was looking like trash. Yeah. I was like, make up, wait, make sure you get up and get her showered and, and her eggs sorted. and the creams on yeah. and dressed and her hair brushed and that's fine. Yeah. You know? It's like even in the depths of your grief, in the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. Your priority and is and will always be Naima and your daughter it's and you told to yourself and yeah and it's got to be yeah. and that just goes to show what type of mother you are absolutely oh, fantastic and that this is the thing is that well you've still got to when you've lost a parent and you still have to parent yeah that's, that's the weird you know honest to god like I take I take my hats off to people that have um lost parents while parenting especially like people I've met people who are in the brand new motherhood and it's yeah literally my my, my words are gone my words are gone i couldn't even imagine and when naima was first born my mum and dad were just there for me Mm. i mean dad kind of refused to hold naima (laughs) tiny he'd be like so fragile yeah 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 that's what my dad's like with yeah funny um he didn't ever change a nappy. Don't think that we didn't. Think that we didn't <laughs> yeah, die. yeah, we saw that. We um, but him and I well, were so sweet together. Thick as thieves. Yeah, yeah. he used to help her do her homework and they would read together and stuff. Oh, she just adored him. And they mm. would just have like really silly jokes. They'd laugh and yeah. Yeah, they were they were real they were real kindred spirits, mm. the two of them. Yeah. Loved a nap. So loved a nap together. Loved a nap. Oh, I love that. Loved a nap and a read. And a oh. little bit of maths. Oh, and a bit of maths? Yeah. Oh, she a maths head? Yeah. Oh. Really cute together. I remember when Naima was tiny and I used to go and visit my mum and dad and like meet up with my friends and stuff. And mum and dad would be like, yeah, just leave Naima with her. She's fine. <laughs> leave her nanny and granddad. Yeah. And then I'd call up and she'd be like screaming in the background. <laughs> I'm like, dad, is she okay? <laughs> yeah, she's fine. What's that screaming? the tv sure? it's, it's a horror film on the telly yeah, yeah. and then i come home the next day mom would be like she screamed the place down i'm like <laughs> i called dad she was fine i didn't hear anything she's fine oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a different there's a different um world of parenting there isn't it Honestly. like the older generation it doesn't matter. when they're right. grandparents they're oh just God. like i mean i remember <laughs> when even my mom and dad used to come here and I'd like go to work or whatever, and mum and dad would like, oh, we'll just pop in, pop to Dalston with Naima. Yeah. Oh, fine, do whatever. Like, if she's supposed to be going to, we'll just keep her from nursery and we'll take her to the shops. Yeah. Fine. Come back. I'd be like, oh, Naima, did you get three? She'd be like, got four fidget spinners and a bag of Haribos. <laughs> What's happening here? Oh, did you know? <laughs> what would be happening here? Uh, Why what? is it a family pack of Haribo's? <laughs> Not the small bag. <laughs> My dad would be like, she didn't know what fidget spinners, so I bought them all. Oh, I love that. This? Spoil them, spoil them oh, rotten. It's a different goodness. ball game, isn't it, though? And then we look back at our childhood and we think, are you joking? Four fidget spinners? A family size bag of Haribo? What? Everything goes, everything Again. goes for dad the grandchildren. Like, better value. 
and it is sometimes it is a bit of a it can be a bit painful that since he's since he's passed I've done all these amazing things and mm. I know that he you know he's up there seeing it but yeah. you know it your number one cheerleader yeah she was here to see I do I really wish sometimes after like doing ITV or GMB I could call him up and he'll be like that pure as soon as he thinks yeah yeah and know you know he'd been he watching it yeah you know it just I I really really wish he'd been here see and I know he sees but yeah sometimes it's not the same I know exactly as much as we know that they are though ever guiding us and ever supporting us from wherever they may be it's not the real deal is it yeah but yeah fear not he is definitely opening doors for you and blessings upon blessings because you've absolutely smashed it this year and I'm being very grateful that I've come across our paths across this year so I can see what you've just watching from when I first found you and then just all the way through lockdown, I'm like, oh, I think you're killing it, man. Oh, she's absolutely killing it. And you. we're all proud of you. And I'm absolutely sure Dad is too. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. Leading into my last and favourite question. Yes. The big daddy, the big dog. Yes. If you could tell your past self one bit of truthful and honest advice for this grief journey you're about to endure, what would it be? I think I'd tell her a few things. I would would tell her, first of all, that she can get through it. That even when it seems absolutely fucking, excuse my language. Mm. (laughs) You can sweat all you like, darling. (laughs) When it, when like the nights are long Mm. and the tears are many, that it will, you, you will be able to get up and, and you'll see another day. Dressed and do all those things. Like it's possible. In those first six months, I was like, I am going to die too. Mm. You know? Yeah. I remember when I was younger, my brother's friend, the same one that had the 40 with you when I was born, his mum died when he was 17. Can you imagine? Mm. And his dad died four months later of a broken heart. Yeah, I was about to say of a broken heart. And I was like, I'm going to die of a broken heart. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. I thought, I will die. I'm going to die of a broken heart. Yeah. I genuinely thought it, but I was like, I, I can't afford to leave Naima. Like, I yeah, can't. I've got yeah. to, I can't. Like, I can't leave her in this amount of pain that I'm in, pass yeah. that on to her. And I can't he, do that. Yeah. So I would tell her that she will get through it. Definitely. I would tell her just to be easy on, mm. just not to be hard on myself. I think I've been very be kind like, to yourself. Mm, yeah. I've been very like, Okay, it's been one month, you must be able to do this. It's been two months, you can do this. Mm. It's been one year, you should be like this. It's been two years, you should be mm. like this. No. Nah. I just remove all that. Yeah. And just tell myself to just be a bit easy on myself. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't put time constraints on anything. Absolutely not. Yeah, because time constraints are bollocks. Mm. I was talking <laughs> to someone bollocks. about this the other day um, who lost a parent a number of years ago. Mm. And they were saying that, you know, they still have real moments mm-hmm. when they miss that person. Mm-hmm. And we were just both saying that old cliche that grief is a journey. But it really is. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter if you knew someone for one year or you knew them for a hundred. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you lost them ten years ago or if you lost them ten minutes ago. Yeah. It's still hard. Yeah. It's still painful. Yeah. And you still have to do it in your own time. Mm. And that is absolutely fine. Yeah. My friend Karen said to me, um, 
in sort of, I think I saw her about two or three weeks after my dad died. She was like, you had him in your life for 36, 37 years. Mm. Don't be surprised if it takes you 36 or 37 years to get over it. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she was like, but you've never known life you without, never him. without him. Yeah. Why do you yeah, think it's so true? Why do you adjust? think? Yeah, this would just be yeah, yeah. an easy thing. And I think as well for for like grieving grieving people, that is the one of the hardest realizations is that this is a lifetime thing, it is. and um, coming to terms with that, almost not knowing like an expiry date of it. Yeah, and knowing that okay, yeah, cool. Probably in ten years' time, I'll be all right. Yeah, I'll be it'll be less, and those days won't hit as bad, or the anniversaries won't hurt as much. But when I think when you fully embrace that, babe, this is a lifelong thing. This is it, and that's okay. Yeah, and yeah, and I would also say that you can still find joy. Like, feel okay about laughing. Mm-hmm. Feel okay about celebrating. Yeah. Feel okay about finding those moments of joy within that period of grief, however long that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when my birthday was sort of like two months after that died, and I was like, nope, not doing anything, don't want to do anything, don't want to celebrate. Yeah. But I've always been about, I'm always about that birthday life. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah, me too. Because I always say, but you're here, you're still here, and I'll be yeah. glad. And that year, for some reason, I was like, no. I remember thinking to myself afterwards, you really wasted that. That your birthday, yeah. yeah. you were still here, and even yeah. though, like, Dad still wants you to Live be happy. And be, yeah. No, he didn't send you a really long birthday text message. And no, he didn't send you a birthday card with a nice crisp fifty pound note. Yeah, you see, which is still very exciting when you're thirty. Uh, absolutely, it doesn't mean he's not wishing you birthday yeah, blessings from wherever he is. You know, so yeah, I think those would be the things. I think it would be you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be hard on yourself, mm-hmm. and still try and find the joy. Enjoy and some feel things. okay about finding the joy. Amazing. That's lovely to end on. Yeah. <laughs> Finding joy. Fantastic. Right, Afia, tell the people where we can find you. Oh, yeah. Any um, exciting things coming up to drop it in. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean? True. Got a coach on this morning, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on this morning at the end of this week on Friday. Um, I've got some stuff coming up with them for Black History Month as well. Amazing. So watch this space. Love that. Um, yes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Afia Scott. Um, and I've always got some chat happening on there. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. There's always oh, stuff bubbling. Absolutely, I'm loving it. I'm always tap, tapping, tap, tapping, oh, like and loving. You. Oh, well, Afia, thank you so much for no, today. Thank this you. has been amazing talking about all things dad, Samuel. I know. Um, Grief Gang, I hope you've enjoyed listening to that. Um, I will obviously drop Afia's tags and everything of where you can find her. Um, for now, take care. And stay blessed. Bye. Bye. James says bye. (laughs) Oh, yeah. James says bye too. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. That was so good. Let me just... Well, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and it set your week off to a great start. Whether you've laughed a little, cried a little, I mean, I think crying is good for the style, or you've resonated with something that was said, thank you for listening and spending time out of your day to do so. If you like what you hear, please do rate, review and subscribe. In doing so, you're ensuring that lots more people get to find the Grief Gang podcast and hopefully help them too. 
If you're not already, check out The Grief Gang on social media platforms such as Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I'm most active on the Instagram page where I love, love, love to connect with you all. For now, take care and big, big love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.